Mantras are seriously the worst. Want to say okay. hi really awkwardly? Every time we say hi, it's like when you run into the hot boy you went to high school with that you were never cool enough to hang out with. It's like, hi. Uh, hi. 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 Or it's like the time when um, I ran into my husband's coworker who also owned the rental we were renting when we first moved out of town. And he was like, oh, I heard you guys were staying in a hotel. You guys having fun? And I was like, yep, just like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to go get myself. <laughs> so he just thought you were smoking blunts the he whole time? He just thought that I was a fucking freak. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Snoop Dogg always has the best time. So I think that was a great example. It was very strange. It was very uncomfortable. And I <laughs> hate myself every day. And I think about it like three in the morning when I wake up and can't go back to sleep. And I just think about that one time I told my husband's coworker that I was basically living like Snoop Dogg. That's mm-hmm. okay. I always think about the time I accidentally had my skirt tucked into my underwear while running errands. <laughs> it was only for like an hour and a half. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, that is, uh, if that's not a good introduction, I don't know what is. Hi there. <laughs> Welcome. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is Happy Hour Gets Weird, our one and done episode. On our one and done episodes, we have a lighthearted, fun discussion and drink a beer. What are you drinking this week? I'm drinking a, I'm having a repeat. I'm drinking the bourbon barrel stout that I drank. And I remember we drank this on our um, weird alcohol one and done episode. I remember that one. It's very good. The beer and the episode. Yes, both. Both. (laughs) Yes. Nice drug. I like it. Thank you. What are you drinking? Okay, so I am drinking Mother Earth Brew Company Cali Creamin Vanilla mm-hmm. Cream Ale. Tasting notes with vanilla bean, cool and crisp, smooth finish ale with a natural flavor added. What's that natural flavor? California Creamin? I don't know. <laughs> I'm that sounds taste delicious. It. What does it taste like? Oh, it's a little skunky. Okay. Ooh. Okay. There's a note. Oh. Okay. That I, I'm into this. There's like a after note of like vanilla and cream soda. It's it's very good. I pictured it tasting like cream soda. It's very good. The first kind of bit is skunky IPA ish, but then it kind of rounds itself out with like a smooth after after taste. It's good. That sounds fantastic. It's delicious. Let's get this bitch started. Are you ready for this one and done? I am so fucking ready. Okay. So I was thinking about, I just for the listeners out there. Oh, hello. Uh, I was in charge of the one and done this week. Sometimes we take turns. Sometimes we go back and forth. And I was just trying to rack my brain. And I just thought about quarantine and travel and what we're not able to do and how like frustrating and and sad it is but then I thought oh okay maybe maybe this is a time that we can reflect and be grateful that we aren't traveling because I found a list of 
10 unbelievable things that have happened on airplanes. And after this list, I'm, I'm a, have a little bit more gratitude for not being able to fly right now. I'm so excited. I love this. Great <laughs> idea. So let's just start it off. And, uh, I'm going to cite my source and this is from one of the, the greats, my favorites, our favorites, listfirst.com. And this is a, uh, article written March 1st, 2019 at, by Shannon Quinn. And it is 10 unbelievable things that have happened on airplanes. And Shannon, my girl, you are good. <laughs> this is a good one. In 2016, a man was taking a flight from Algiers to Paris, and he tried to smoke a cigarette on board. Despite oh the fact that smoking on planes has been banned for years, he decided he was above the rules. He, he was told by employees that smoking was not allowed, and he was asked to stop, and he also wasn't allowed to drink uh, either, and this pissed him off. He was very angry. How did the man express his anger? He unzipped his pants and pissed on a fellow passenger. <gasps> yes. The victim stood up and punched the man and they began to fight. Passengers took photos on their phones. <laughs> he had to, uh, the employees had trouble holding him down. And for some reason, the unruly passenger also took his sh shirt off. Before peeing on the other guy. Uh, and the airplane had to land early. And um, and the man was detained by authorities. He was. Could you imagine? Was he fighting with his wiener out? I picture his wiener just out the zipper. Absolutely. It was flopping in that <laughs> recycled airplane air. And it was. Uh, can you imagine flopping around after peeing? It was just spraying oh. urine everywhere. Oh, that's disgusting. And I do not blame the guy for punching him. Oh, you I was a stranger peeing on you. That's so disgusting. No, I would have just <laughs> karate chop hands. That's what yes. she was doing. Yes. She, listener, she was doing karate chop hands. I was doing karate chop robot hands where you're just in a blind rage and you're just like <laughs> flinging your arms that happen to be in the shape of karate chops. <laughs> okay. Now, this one is gross. A 20 year old college student was on a flight from Malaysia in 2018. When he pulled out his laptop to watch a movie, which is totally normal on a mm -hmm. flight. Uh, he wasn't watching a normal movie. He was watching a porn. And also, to make matters worse, he stripped naked. <gasps> yeah. An employee <laughs> quickly asked him to stop. And, Excuse me, sir. Can you stow your penis inside of your pants, please? <laughs> You should be a flight attendant. You're good at it. <laughs> uh, so he put his clothes back on I, and he stopped obviously watching the porn. I don't know why he felt like he, he was going to get away with this. Like you're fully naked. sitting. <laughs> maybe. Do you think that he was maybe um, addicted to sex? Uh, yes, I think he was actually a pervert because later he tried to hug a stewardess. And while doing that, uh, he also tried to grope her. I didn't mean a pervert. I meant an actual sex addict. No, I think he was a pervert. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know why you would think you'd get away with being completely nude either. 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. He was definitely a pervert because when he tried to grope her, she pushed him away. And when he was rejected, he actually began attacking her. Ew. And, and the other employees grabbed him and detained him until they landed. And he was uh, handed over to police where uh, he was, you know, imprisoned or jailed or whatever they do with perverts. But yeah, I think he wasn't just a, I don't think he was a sex addict. I think he was a pervert and a man with no personal boundaries. For years, people have been bringing strange animals on airplanes with a doctor's note claiming them to be emotional support animals. Look, <laughs> I am here for emotional support animals. It is science that animals brighten your mood. They make you feel happier. They're wonderful. They're, they're, they're just a joy. Sometimes they can detect too if you have a, a medical condition. Sometimes mm-hmm. the the dogs can detect before that condition is seizures. Yes, things mm-hmm. like that. Absolutely, exactly. so smart. Mm-hmm. I uh, my husband worked with a man whose daughter had a severe peanut allergy, and they got a uh, service dog who could detect the scent of a peanut. <gasps> so they would That's send amazing. him. Amazing. It's it it it's it's wonderful. They would send him into their hotel rooms before and he would sniff it out to find any kind of peanut or peanut butter. God, my dogs are so, could never be that smart. So animals and support animals I, I and, and animal therapy, I am fully on board with. But mm-hmm. when you start to take advantage of that, it's like, don't be that guy. That's not cool. Don't fucking be that guy because you're going to ruin it for everybody. Yeah. So in some of these cases, pet owners have had very little regard for fellow passengers on planes, and they brought pigs, ducks, turkeys, <laughs> and other crazy exotic pets on planes, and it's become an issue. In January 2018, <laughs> United Airlines finally decided to put their foot down when a performance artist tried to bring on a fucking peacock. <laughs> uh, emotional support peacock? Mm-hmm. That's fancy. I mean, it is fancy. Um, She claimed that she desperately needed the bird sitting next to her for her emotional well-being. She was denied a seat uh, and asked to leave, uh, obviously. um, At this point, uh, animals aren't even allowed on airplanes without um, kennels Mm -hmm. because they used to allow animals on the planes without kennels and someone was bit by a dog. Actually, Delta Airlines now requires a 48-hour notice before bringing an animal on board as well as documentation from a licensed medical professional with a true reason why the animal should be on the flight. Uh, The support animal also must be up to date with vaccinations and and have training um, and certifications for actual medical issues like blindness or seizures or or allergies or or something like that which i fully support that makes sense obviously you should have to have some sort of documentation or people going to are going to be getting on with their emotional support peacocks left and right but i have a question mm-hmm. do you think the passenger who got bit was actually the the late mr peanut <laughs> because maybe his Maybe it was a peanut allergy thing. Maybe the late Mr. Peanut was on a flight. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he was had had uh, unbroken eye contact too long. 
<laughs> and the dog was like, fuck this. Maybe it was that naked pervert guy. Maybe it was the naked pervert guy. I don't want to, I don't want to malign the late and great Mr. Peanut who just passed away in a fiery car crash last year. So <laughs> I'm, it, that they really did do that. It was on Twitter. Wait, what? <laughs> Mr. Peanut was real? No, they killed off the Mr. Peanut guy. What? Planters <laughs> killed off Mr. Peanut? I literally do not know why. Like, I don't need added bullshit into my life. Why would you kill off Mr. Peanut? Why wouldn't he just retire? They probably didn't want him to get his benefits, obviously. What other reason <laughs> would they have? He didn't want to pay a retirement. <laughs> ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous, man. Freaking Mr. Peanut. I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Peanut, if your family's listening, we... I'm We're sorry. So, our condolences. Okay. Everybody poops, right? But as was the case on one British Airways flight in 2015, some stink far more than others. Oh, God. Very early into a seven-hour flight from Heathrow to Dubai, a passenger went number two in the airplane toilets. Before long, the pilot made an announcement asking for the managing employees to come to the cockpit to have a chat. After a few minutes of discussion, the pilot made the announcement that the smell of someone's liquid fecal excrement, quote, that's a quote. Well, he did so... not have to say that. <laughs> I mean, he's very professional. He's a pilot. He was only <laughs> three drinks into his shift. <laughs> they declared it so pungent that it could already be smelled at the front of the plane because of the recycled air. Considering that they were beginning a seven-hour flight, he felt that for personal health and safety of the passengers, they needed to turn around and go back to Heathrow Airport. <laughs> oh, my God. The they'd mortification only... of that passenger. They had only been in the air for 30 minutes. Everyone was asked to leave the plane, and the passengers were given a free hotel rooms for the night. Uh, and they, they reboarded <laughs> the flight the next day. Somebody's like on an emergency flight to get home to their family. Why are you running behind? Oh, someone's liquid shit grounded the flight. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, I look fucking disgusting. Look, uh, we've all been there, okay? Have you ever had a high fat, high dairy meal, and you're just like, I gotta. I'm go. gonna ground this flight. I gotta go. <laughs> We have not all grounded a flight no. from our poops. Yeah, right. I, I haven't, but that person really <laughs> should see a doctor. I hope they went to urgent care overnight. Oh, disgusting. Do you okay. think that they admitted to anybody that it was them? I'm sure they knew who it was. I'm saying like when their hus wife or husband was like, why is your flight delayed? Do you think they said, oh, it was, I, sh I shit. Or do you think they were like, somebody fucked up the flight? Um, I don't know. Oh, that's such a good question. Would I admit to that? I oh. fucking wouldn't. I would. Actually, I would. You're brave. That's like comedic <laughs> gold. <laughs> Comedy gold right there. Like you grounded a plane because you were so foul. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, maybe like 10 years later, I would admit to it. Okay, yeah. I need, rec I need a recovery period. <laughs> 
Okay, so this one actually kind of is a little bit hits close to home because I'm a parent and you're a parent. I've flown with my kids. You've flown with your kids. It's not an easy task. And I do feel when we fly as a family, I am very self-conscious about what the other passengers think, you know? So this is, this is, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see your opinion on this, hear your opinion on this. Almost everyone who travels often enough has had to endure a crying baby or an unruly child on an airplane, or you've actually had the crying baby or the unruly child yourself because you're a parent and you travel. Mm-hmm. You just have to travel. So in 2017, a passenger filmed a toddler who was climbing on seats, running up and down the aisles, grabbing at the air vents, and screaming nonstop for almost the entire eight-hour flight. According to witnesses who describe the child's screams as demonic, <laughs> <laughs> the mother quietly asked the boy to be quiet and sit down without being forceful or stern. When the stewardess asked the mother to please control her child, she replied that she had, that the child had behavioral issues and countered that they should turn on the in-flight Wi-Fi so that he could play games on the iPad to distract him. Mm-hmm. This incident has sparked a debate over whether families with children should be placed in separate sections of airplanes from the other passengers. Okay, I don't like the way that is kind of put out there, but I do love the idea of having like a play spot for little kids. Can we throw them in a ball pit? Is that safe? (laughs) If there were a ball pit, there'd probably be drunk adults in there as well. Probably. But I do like the idea of kids being able to kind of play with each other or have a little space where they can have a little activity thing. And I mean, eight hours of a kid screaming and running up and down does sound annoying as fuck, but we don't know what that child's dealing with or you know going through and also we don't know where that parent was going what if she was going to a funeral what if she was dealing with something really really hard Mm -hmm. I think we can all cut each other a little bit of fucking slack (laughs) Uh, I don't know I uh I I feel like to describe this child as demonic was a little aggressive (laughs) and I feel like when people are on flights and they don't have children with them, they forget that they were little shithead kids themselves. Yeah. Like it's super easy to forget that, oh yeah, at one point I was a little baby and I cried. Or at one point I was a kid and drove everybody around me crazy. And I feel like to have a little empathy towards these parents who are probably already stressed as it is to having to travel And then having to travel with children and having to be on an eight-hour flight with maybe this kid did have Mm -hmm. some, you know. Behavioral issues. Exactly. And it's like, can you imagine the anxiety that that mom would have been going through? And the, oh my goodness, the amount of effort it took for her not to lose her fucking mind and scream at her kid. I mean, if she would have not dealt with him in a quiet manner, she would have screamed at him and then everyone would have... Everybody would have been like, oh, this mom was abusing her child. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's a really hard spot when you're a parent because, you know, everything's recorded now. Mm -hmm. And you're either not doing enough or you're doing too much. It's really hard to find that happy medium, especially when 
she was probably being extra quiet because she saw that people's cameras were out. Maybe we could all just try to be a little bit more uh, human. I remember when my son was really little, one time I was out at a restaurant and um, he was a baby and he was fussing and, you know, being a baby. And an old, old, older woman came up to my table and said, can I walk around with him so you can finish eating? (gasps) And she took him and just walked right up and down next to me. I was sitting outside on a patio, but, and, and just took him and I actually got to eat. What an angel. That was an angel. Yeah. It, it, I just think a little bit of empathy goes a long way and maybe with everything that's going on right now, maybe we'll all kind of get there. You know, I absolutely agree. And I mean, bless that woman. What she was an angel sent down to help you in that moment. (laughs) Definitely. That's the most, actually, if anything that you could take away from this episode is if you see someone struggling, help them. Yeah. Help them. Oh my gosh. A small act of kindness can really go a long way. You've remembered that. Yeah. My son is 15. Yeah. And you've remembered that. I mean, there, there you go. Wow. That lady was wonderful. Okay. Now it's going to get a little freaky. <laughs> not not in like a sexy way, I wish, but oh. no. Oh. Uh, in a reptilian way. <gasps> when the campy thriller Snakes on a Plane premiered in 2006. By the way, it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> okay. Samuel L. Jackson fans loved how funny and over the top this idea was. And quotes from the movie are well known. Like, I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking <laughs> plane. <laughs> All right. Everybody knows that quote. I mean, that movie is just like, it's gold. (laughs) However, in 2006, that nightmarish scenario became all too real. When passengers on a Mexican flight spotted a green snake dangling from the overhead (gasps) baggage compartment. Woo-wee. No, thank you. Yeah. One passenger pulled out his phone to capture the moment, though, when the snake began to drop, he unbuckled his seatbelt and got away from it as quickly as he could. Thankfully, everyone kept their distance from the snake and no one was bitten. Can you imagine? No. Was it a venomous snake? Does it say? It doesn't say. The plane had to make an emergency priority landing in Mexico City, and the employees tried to investigate how the snake got on the plane, but it ended up being a mystery. They had no idea. Wow. I know. Seriously. It's kind of crazy. It was like a, a guy who ran a snake farm in the background being like, I have, I don't know. The guy in the back had like a boa around his neck and he's like, <laughs> weird. Two snakes on one plane? What are the odds? <laughs> Britney Spears was on the flight and she's like, weird. <laughs> I don't know how the snake got on here. Britney, we love you. Okay. So. On March 2018, a cargo plane taking off from Yakustak. The cargo was possibly too heavy for the latch of the plane's door because suddenly it burst open. And this just wasn't any cargo. It was gold bars, gems, precious metal, and money. Altogether, the items that fell off the plane were valued at Three hundred and sixty-eight million dollars <gasps> heist. <laughs> Wish we would have been there. I know. So could you just imagine gems and money falling from the sky? 
it all belonged to a Canadian mining company, which had paid the transport for their goods. So I don't know what happened. Maybe it was a heist that to look like an accident. I don't know. Did they recover it? Um, no, they didn't recover all of it. They only flew, it was upon takeoff, and they only flew a couple miles from the airport before they landed and tried to recover as much as they could, but not all of it was recovered. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hopefully somebody that lived next to the airport got a gold bar that day on their land. And they're hopefully. like... Hopefully. Yeah. Living next to the airport is like kind of a shit location because of all of the flight noise. But this is, you know, you could say, you know what? It paid off. It did. I found, <laughs> I found 12 gold bars today, so... <laughs> On a JetBlue flight from California to Florida, passengers began to smell an unknown odor coming from the cockpit. Uh-oh. Uh, the smell continued to circulate throughout the plane because of recycled air to the point where people began coughing and choking. Oh, shit. It was so bad that they ha- had to make an emergency landing in Oklahoma City where two passengers and three crew members had to be taken to the hospital. <gasps> Several more people needed to be given oxygen. The rest of the passengers had to wait to be put on a new flight and the source of the odor was never determined. What? It was somebody's butthole for sure. Oh my god, you think? I mean, I can't imagine a smell coming from anywhere else that would choke people and like they would need oxygen. Maybe somebody had a stink bomb in their bag. Oh, maybe Rainbow Man was on that flight. Maybe. Maybe he was flying the plane. He's going out with a bang. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so embarrassing, but I'm going to say it. I'm just okay. going to put, I'm just going to be vulnerable and say it. I. <clears throat> Was having the like a breakup talk with a long term boyfriend. You know who this person is. Okay. And like after the talk, where he was just like, mm, you know, I just don't, you know, I, I feel like I'm not in love with you, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, uh, do you want to have sex? Do you want to go out with a bang? And he looked at me, was like, no. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm just going to go then. <laughs> oh i felt that yeah yeah i hope i hope listeners are probably getting secondhand embarrassment right now (laughs) trust me it's not it's worse it's firsthand embarrassment but i got through it i persevered i'm a better person because of it it just and it definitely all worked out for the best it did it 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 most definitely made my skin a little bit thicker (laughs) yeah that was uh, a top 10 awkward moments. Ouchie wah wah. <laughs> I laugh about it now because it's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, I've had shit like that happen to me like a thousand times. <laughs> okay, so our last one is actually kind of a serious one and it's a little bit fucked up. Okay. So in 2017, United Airlines needed to make room for four employees who had to make it to Louisville, uh, the plane's destination. So they offered reimbursement. Um, in the form of vouchers, as well as a free hotel room. They asked people to volunteer to give up their seat, and mm-hmm. nobody volunteered. Ultimately, they randomly chose four people to kick off the flight, which sucks. Yeah, it uh, does suck. I can't believe that nobody was like, yeah, I could get there tomorrow. 
Yeah. So one of those people was David Dow, a single passenger who was already in his seat. He, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Dr. David Dow. He was a doctor. Oh, okay. Congratulations. He, no, he really was a doctor. I know. I'm, t- I'm congratulating oh, okay. Him. <laughs> <laughs> he was told by uh, employees to leave, to make room for someone else. And he refused to leave his seat. And he even tried calling while in his seat, tried calling on the tarmac United Airlines customer service. Okay. He told them he couldn't leave the flight, saying he was a doctor who had to see patients at his clinic the next morning. So he had to go. It was important. But ultimately, three aviation security officers approached him, physically yanking him out of his seat... And during the altercation, Dow's head was smashed against the armrest. He screamed and the employees, all the employees ignored his cries. He was bleeding and the passengers took videos. This has a video that goes with it. And they took videos and they were outright. It's like traumatic to watch this video. I mean, you can watch oh it if you God. on this first. You can look up this list and um, see this video. It's it's traumatic. So Dow left with a broken nose. Oh! <gasps> Two front teeth knocked out. Oh my and God. A concussion. Holy shit. Yeah. After the incidents, United Airlines stock price plummeted as it should have. That's ridiculous to treat him like that. Yeah. Dow sued the airline and they settled for an undisclosed amount of money. But see, my thing is at that point, you see this man being brutalized, obviously. Um, I would have just said, you know what? You can have my seat. Instead of taking a video, I would have said, excuse me, please take my seat. Please. This has to stop. This is inhumane. Please take my seat. How about instead of everybody always taking a video, they try to help? In any situation where you're not in danger, instead of recording it, why don't you just try to help? But um, also, and I don't mean this to sound like fucked up. Like, I'm not saying that that guy's more important than anybody else. I don't really care what you do. We're all the same in my opinion, but... There wasn't like a dude that worked at Foot Locker who didn't have to rush back to work. What if he really did have an important person that he was meeting the next day who was ill or maybe he was a therapist? What if it was like an important therapy session? Like what if there really was a patient that he was promised he would be back at that time and the patient really needed him? You're telling me that there was nobody else on that flight who could have... Uh, I mean, okay. Waited so a day. Maybe the guy at Foot Locker had a tennis shoe emergency. Maybe they're coming out with the new fucking Jordans the next morning and he had to be, it was all hands on deck. Okay. I get it. What about somebody on vacation? You couldn't postpone your vacation 12 hours. You're telling me there wasn't one person on that flight who could say, you know what? I could do with some brood service and some fucking, some unordered porno. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand how on the whole flight there was nobody who uh, going anywhere. If somebody, if this were, if I were on the flight going anywhere, I would be like, sure. I'll go tomorrow. You're paying for my hotel. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Alone. Pay for time? my mini bar. Pay for my mini bar too. <laughs> exactly. Mini bar room service. Mm-hmm. I'm going to door dash a vibrator. They were just going home to Kentucky. I mean, for fuck's sake, they're fine. <laughs> Seriously. Jesus, Kentucky will be there tomorrow. Poor Dr. Dow. He got, they fucked his ass up. Yeah, that's, that's shit. 
I mean, in that situation, I'm on the side of Dr. Dow. I don't think he should have ever been treated like that. I feel like if you're paying for a flight and last minute, okay, nobody volunteered, put him on a next flight. Hopefully Dr. Dow had a good dental surgeon and got his teeth replaced. I'm hoping that he got a fat settlement I'm sure from United Airlines and he went on vacation and he, you know, I hope he gets free first class flights for life. That would Ooh. be in my settlement. Ooh. Okay. I would take oh. it. I would take it. Screw the money. I would first do, class no flights. No, both. Money and free first class flights for life or else I'm Ooh. going on the Today Show. Have you? <laughs> Without my teeth. Without my new teeth. Oh, shit. Pulling an old Tiger King husband. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Have you ever uh, flown first class? No. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I decided I've only done it once and I went on a girl's trip to Hawaii and I flew their coach. And then on the way back, I decided treat yourself mm-hmm. and I upgraded my flight. I, let me tell you. Worth it. Oh my goodness. It was fantastic. I could not recommend it enough. 100%. Well, maybe after quarantine's over, we'll have to do a, a couple's trip to Hawaii. Yes. Maybe we'll make our own horrible flight story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will take a dump in the bathroom and my husband will whip his penis out and pee on somebody. I will strip all my clothes off. <laughs> and just sit there. That will make a great one and done episode. I feel like that sounds like an amazing flight. Sign me up. <laughs> if uh, you're not into that, you are no friend of mine. <laughs> get in coach. Get, go on and get. First class is pure, is just solid nudity and porn. That's how people love it. <laughs> Total debauchery, and I'm loving every second of it. You know, they give you free drinks up there. That's That makes it worth it. The flight pays for itself in yes, that respect. It, I made sure it did. <laughs> I'll have 17 mimosas. Hold the orange juice, thanks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The seats are so comfortable. They're so roomy, so much elbow room. Oh, it's nice. It's very nice. It's nice. We're supposed to be having this episode make us not want to travel. So, well, also, but there, this is giving you something to look forward to. Okay. Okay. There we True. Go. There we I'm go. looking forward to it now. Me too. I loved your list. Thank you so much. It's, it wasn't mine. I can't take credit. This first, <laughs> it's my favorite. They're awesome. A great website. Da- go down a rabbit hole of lists. It's, it's amazing. All right. Well, I think. That wraps it up. And that was a wonderful one and done episode, if I do say so myself. I hope this you have enjoyed this. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And um, oh, a little heads up. We will not be here next week for our main episode. We're just going to do a one and done. We're taking a mental health break for the week. And um, don't forget, love yourself. Lock your doors. And light some sage. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. (laughs) Cheersing ourselves kind of makes me sad, but it's okay. It's very depressing. (laughs) 